Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brighton Krumah. Reverend Brighton Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. Thankful. Lord, we thank you for a beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us this far. It is your grace that has found us, O oh God. Now, O oh Lord, we come before you with a preparedness to hear your word. We pray, Lord, that you minister to our hearts. Give us of your spirit to teach us. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus and please be seated. And turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 41. Acts chapter 2 and verse 41. We want to continue with our message on how to become a devoted member how to become a devoted member we ought to be devoted to the church of god we ought to be devoted to the things of god we ought to be devoted to the teachings of the lord amen, amen. second um, acts chapter 2 and verse 41 it says then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles and all that believed were together and had all things come on and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need and they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat and with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. Amen. Now from this scripture we are learning that God expects us to be devoted, to be devoted members of the church, to be devoted members of this church. If God has added you to this church, he expects you to be devoted to the church. And we've been sharing about how we can become devoted. What are some of the things a church member is expected to do or is expected of you if you are a devoted member? And we went through some few points. Number one, we said see yourself as a permanent member of the church see yourself as a permanent member amen. amen and the scripture we read today is in line with what we are sharing if you go back to verse 35 in romans chapter 8 it says who shall separate us from the love of christ who shall separate us shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword then you continue on and then he says nothing shall separate us not principalities not powers no creature nothing can separate us from the love of god amen, amen. so when we are a part of this we should say that nothing shall separate us we are bonded amen. and nothing shall separate us amen, amen. 
Number two, what did we say? We said your relationship with the church must be comparable to a marital relationship. Your relationship with the church must be comparable to a marital relationship. When we get into marriage, it is not for a few years or a few months. We never get into this relationship looking forward to be ever separated. And that is how you should relate with the church. That it's like a marital relationship. Things will happen. There will be ups. There will be downs. But nothing shall separate us in this relationship. You know, oftentimes, some of you go through certain difficulties in your marriages. And you come to me and I can see the difficulties that you are experiencing. But it is a permanent relationship. And you will never expect me to tell you to get out of the relationship. God says, I hate putting away. I hate divorce. Amen. Amen. And so that is how we should also see our relationship with the church. Like that of a marital relationship. Nothing shall break this relationship. Amen. Amen. Nothing shall break the relationship that we have found. Hallelujah. Number three, what did we say? See yourself as part of a building. See yourself as part of a building. You see, this you have to make that mind. You have to make a mindset like that. That I am part of this building. I am part of a building. When we put up a building, it doesn't move again. Once we build something... We dig down and we lay a foundation and we build on it and it's never intended to be moved again. So it means that all the parts of the building never intend to be moved. So if you see yourself as part of a building, it means that you never intend to be moved away. Amen. And we say that you will not be happy if you have a building, you have a house, and then you go into the house and then you open your house and the bathroom has moved out and it has relocated you are not going to be happy perhaps you are running from outside with a strong edge to go to the bathroom with a strong edge you know i don't know but sometimes you might have such a strong edge coming from outside you may be on a train you may be driving even in traffic and as long as you know that the house is too far away, you can control it. Have you realized that? And even forget that you have to. But when you get to your house, in front of your door, sometimes you can't even find the right key. I am, am I the only one who has experienced this? <laughs> sometimes you're standing in front of the door with a key, and you don't know why as you are coming everything was fine but just these two seconds just two these seconds that you are entering the bathroom the edge becomes so strong and overwhelming it's a mystery and when you manage to open the door and then you will enter Now imagine, imagine at this time, your bathroom has moved out of the house. Your bathroom has moved to the next door neighbor and says, they had need of me, so I have moved. Would you be happy? You will not be happy. Do you understand? Sometimes you are in front of the elevator. You have a certain walk. You have to walk a certain way. Even people are talking to you, you don't want to answer. You walk a certain way. Have you realized that? There's a special type of walk. It's fast, but it's ordered, controlled. Because the edge is very strong. Or you have not walked that walk before. People don't understand. As you are standing in the elevator, you are marching. 
they don't know what is happening and then you enter and then it's break dance it's like break dance yes and then you enter and then your bathroom has moved out i don't think you'll be happy so see yourself as part of a building that you cannot go anywhere we need you don't you need your bathroom in your house what about if your door says tonight i have moved out I, I, I can't keep you safe tonight i'm gone you're not going to be happy you can't even sleep and sometimes that is what some of you do to us you move out and we can't even sleep are you understanding what i'm sharing with you so see yourself as part of a building see yourself as part of a building that you are not going anywhere you're not ask your neighbor where are you going We need a door, we need a bathroom, we need a kitchen. We need everything in the house. And we cannot afford to let any of these parts go away. So see yourself as part of a building. Can I have an amen? amen. The next thing, what did we say? Say good things about the church. Say good things about the church. You ought to say good things about your church. Say, my church is a good church. My church is a beautiful church. My church is a loving church. Say good things about the church. Amen. You see, it is not easy to choose. It is never easy to choose. You know, the other day, just I think yesterday, we were trying to choose something. And there's so many options. So many options. And the only thing we were going by were people's reviews. What people say about a thing. When you go to the supermarket, there's so many things of the same kind. Different things. Different forms. But you always will go to something that somebody has recommended to you. So say good things about your church. Amen. You ought to say good things about your church. That will attract people to your church. The good things you say about your church will cause people to be attracted to your church. Amen. We said that there are so many things that are in New York, but everyone wants to come to New York. It's not that New York is a perfect place. New York is not a perfect place. New York has so many unpleasant things, but that is not what people talk about. People don't go to places and start talking about the roaches in New York. Are there roaches in New York? What a shock. You see, people don't think that there are roaches in New York. New York, New York. The city that is so great is named twice. That there are rats in New York. Big ones. Rats. You standing there, they will come and pass by. Rats in New York. But you see, people don't talk about these things. And that is why everyone wants to come to New York. One day, one of our pastors went to a conference in one of the western states. And at a conference, you know, they were talking and they were introducing themselves. And then he stood up. And then he mentioned his name and he says, you know, I'm a pastor in New York. Everybody turned his eyes. Wow. A pastor from New York. Wow. It's like they are dreaming to come to New York and you are in New York. New York. They are homeless in New York. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But that is, they are beggars in New York. They give tickets. You park your car on the street, they give you a ticket. In New York. But that is not what people talk about all the time when they are talking about New York. They talk about the city that never sleeps. They talk about the city of light. The big apple. A city is named like an apple. It's like beautiful. The Empire State. Wow. You see. So you have to say good things about your church. Amen. 
Say good things about your church. The next thing, we said say good things about the pastor. Say good things about the pastor. You ought to say good things about the pastor. Say my pastor cares. My pastor is loving. Don't say my pastor was late to my wedding. That is not what you are supposed to say to people. Even though your pastor was late to your wedding. By the grace of God, I will not be late to your wedding. You are the one who is late to your own wedding. Amen. Do I come late to your wedding? No. But say good things about your pastor. We read in 2 Chronicles about Solomon. How the queen of Sheba came from far away to Jerusalem to see Solomon. And it's because of what she heard. The scripture says, And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she heard of the fame of Solomon, she came. In 2 Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1, he says, And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came. She came to prove Solomon. She came to prove Solomon. You see, depending on what you hear will be your expectation. When you are going to a place, depending on what you have heard of the person, your expectation will be very high. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And even if the person says anything, you, see, you go, wow. Because of what you have heard. Are you with me? Because of what you have heard. So the Bible says she came to prove Solomon with hard questions. With hard questions. Do you think she heard of Solomon as being some standard 4 graduate? Huh? Or standard 7 graduate? No. <laughs> she came to prove him with hard questions. Questions that the wise men from her country could not answer. She gathered all of them coming because she had expectation because of what she had heard. Because of what she had heard. So say good things about your pastor. Say good things about your pastor. It makes it attractive to others. Amen. It becomes attractive. We want to look at another woman who also said good things about her pastor in John chapter 4. John chapter 4 and verse 28. You know about the story of the woman at the well. Okay. You see, this is the woman who came to Jesus. You know, maybe let's go to like verse 25 or let's so we know what we are talking about. Okay. Are you familiar with this story? Yes. We can, who is not familiar with this story? It's okay. You're not familiar with the story. We can continue. So this is a woman who came to Jesus. And he came to a well to fetch water. And then she met Jesus. And then a conversation ensued between the two of them. And as they were talking, Jesus began to ask her certain questions about her husband. And the woman said, I have no husband. Jesus said, that is true. You don't have a husband. And even the man that you are living with right now is not your husband. She was shocked. How does she know? How did you know? He said, the one that you are living with is not your husband. You have gone through five husbands. And the current one, the sixth one, is not your husband. So right away, the woman said, this is verse 24. Go to 24. Let me show you. He says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee, am he. I am the Messiah. You see, Jesus never revealed himself to anyone like that. 
But to this particular woman, who was, you see, that is why you don't judge. That, oh, this woman who is living in sin, who is living in adultery, who is living with a man that he is not married to. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. The next verse, and upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. It was funny to them that Jesus was actually in serious conversation with this woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? You see, these are disciples that know about the wisdom of Jesus. They know about his healing powers, the miracles. They have seen it all. They went to town to buy bread. And they came alone. They didn't invite anyone to come with them. Are you with me? They didn't invite anyone to come with them. They went to town and came back to just like a lot of people they come they are blessed they go and they come alone don't invite anyone the woman then left her water pot this woman she left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the man he went to the city the same place where the disciples went to buy bread so you say, I can't invite people because you have not invited people. Then she said, come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Is not this the Christ? She was preaching because she, she has encountered a powerful pastor. So she went to town to preach she went to town to invite she said this is a great preacher she told me everything that is about me he said it's not this the christ come see a man come see a man you should say come see a pastor come to my church and see a pastor say good things about your pastor so the next verse then they went out of the city and came unto him look at that they went out of the city and came unto him in the meanwhile his disciples prayed him saying master eat that's it eat master eat and then he said but he said unto them i have meat to eat that ye know not of they are with him but they don't know he said i have meat to eat that you don't know of People are gathering here. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Had any man brought him all to eat? Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Hallelujah. Now go to verse 39. So here they were having this back and forth. And many of the Samaritans of that city believe on him for the saying of the woman invitation the, she, for the saying of the woman for the things the woman said about him the woman was saying good things about him you should say good things about your pastor he said and many of the samaritans of that city believe on him for the saying of that woman which testified he told me all that ever i did has your pastor done anything good to you? Has your pastor said anything good to you? Has your pastor preached any good message to you? Has your pastor prayed any powerful prayer for you? Then say good things about your pastor. This is what she did. And the people came and they believed. He says, and many of the Samaritans of that city believe on him for the saying of the woman which testified he told me all that ever i did then verse 40 so when the samaritans were come unto him they besought him that he would tarry with them and he abode there two days look at that he stayed with them two days he had so much to share with them because of what the woman went to say 
because of what the woman went to say a church has begun in that place and he stayed with them two days ministering preaching because she invited them so verse 41 and many more believe because of his own words now because they came they heard him so verse 42 and said unto the woman this is when they believe they said unto the woman now we believe not because of thy saying for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the christ the savior of the world Wow! because of her invitation they would never would have testified this this testimony would never would have happened if the woman kept everything to herself the men of the city the whole city they came to hear him and entreated him to stay with them two more days he was with them and look at the testimony he says now we believe not because of thy sayings for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the christ the savior of the world Amen. hallelujah Amen. hallelujah Amen. so say good things about your pastor Amen. say good things about your pastor Amen. Amen. Well, we want to continue. We want to continue. The next thing, say good things about the teachings in the church. Say good. You see, devotion is very, very important. We all need to be devoted to one another. You as a church member, you are expecting the pastor to be devoted to you. You want the pastor to be there when you need him. You want to be able to reach the pastor when you need him. That is devotion. It means you expect devotion. When you have a situation and you pick a phone to call me, you are not expecting not to reach me. You are expecting that you will reach me. And that is devotion. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you also ought to be devoted. You also ought to be devoted. There are some people, when things happen, no matter what is happening, we have to stop everything we're doing and go. Because they are devoted. You have to make yourself sight that we, we need you so badly. That is how you ought to make yourself. That we need you so badly, you are so devoted, we can't do without you. And that is how we ought to also be devoted to you. Amen. Amen. We all expect devotion. So the things that we have, it is for those who are devoted. If we have something good, we have to give to those who are devoted. Is it not so? Yes. Yes. If there is inheritance in the house, it is given to the devoted children. Amen. Amen. Look at the scripture in Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7 and verse 24. Mark chapter 7, verse 24. It says, And from thence he arose, this is Jesus, and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and entered into an house, and would have no man know it. You know, let's read like the New Living Translation. Let me explain this to you. It says, Then Jesus left Galilee, and went north to the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in. Do you see? Jesus didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in. But there were some people who knew where he was staying. It means that the pastor, cannot, you cannot, not anyone, just anyone can have access to the pastor. There are, there are certain times that the pastor can be accessible only to the devoted people. He says he went into a house and he didn't want, can you imagine? Jesus didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in. Because there are some people who are not devoted and they just come and bother him. They just come and bother him. They are not devoted. And so he didn't want anyone to know that I'm here. 
Sometimes the pastor wants to have a little rest. But there are some people who are so devoted, even if you are not resting, it is okay to run to them. Are you with me? So he said he didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in. But he couldn't keep it a secret. He couldn't keep it a secret. Because there are some devoted ones who knew where he was. Are you with me? There were devoted ones. There are some people, for instance, the person who was hosting him will know. And he will not go to any ordinary person. He will go to someone who is devoted to him. So the next verse, it says, right away, a woman, say a woman. A woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit. That is the only reason she came. Not that she's devoted. She wasn't one of the disciples. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit. And she has heard of this man. So so he said, let's go. I'm coming for my miracle. That's all. So listen to Jesus. And she begged him to cast out the demon from her daughter. Since she was a Gentile, she wasn't born again. She wasn't a believer. She wasn't following Jesus. And since she was a Gentile, born in Syrian Phoenicia, in Syrian Phoenicia, Jesus told her, are you listening? Are you listening to me? This is Jesus. The Savior of the world. Jesus told her, He said, me too, I have devoted members. She said, first, I should feed the children my own family. First. I have to feed my own family first. The ones who are devoted to me. The ones who are there when I need them. The ones who come to arrange the place. The ones who stay late to clean the place. The ones who are always here. The ones who are committed. The ones who are devoted. This is Jesus. He said, first, I should feed the children my own family. My own family. First, the Jews. I should feed them first. It isn't right. Say, it's not right. Say, it's not right. It's not right. He said, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Wow. You see, if I call you a dog, that will be the last day. This is Jesus. The savior of the world. The savior of the world. He also is looking for devoted members. People who are devoted to him. People who are his own children, his own family. People who are in the family. So it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Say it's not right. right. Say be devoted. devoted. Say it's not right. right. Say you are not devoted. devoted. It's not right. right. Say you want everything, but you are not devoted. Say you want the food, but you are not devoted. It's not right. Say it's not right. right. Amen. Amen. Some of you, there are some people, they are not devoted. They don't do anything. They don't even pay tight. But they want everything, everything in the church to be done. It's not you. It's not you. Just look straight ahead and nobody will know that we are preaching about you. Not mention your name. Amen. So God is looking for devoted members. He's also looking for devoted members. Hallelujah. The next thing. So we we are sharing about saying good things about the teachings in the church. Did I give you that last week? Okay. Say good things about the teachings in the church. Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. The Bible says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine 
and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers they continue steadfastly in the apostles doctrine that means the teaching of the church the apostles teachings they were devoted and they continue steadfastly no breaking it's not every other week it's not now and then it's not every so often but steadfastly they continue in the apostles doctrine amen you see when a child is born there is always food made provision or provided for that child a mother's breast milk is the best food for her child do you understand a mother's milk is the best food for the child and when god gives a child to a mother he provides the milk for that child he always makes that provision hallelujah you see so when you when you see a woman that is pregnant the milk doesn't flow when a woman is pregnant there is no milk coming because there's no need for it there is no child to drink that milk or you don't understand but you realize that as soon as the child comes as soon as the child comes the milk begins to flow god makes provision for that child if you are a child of this house god makes provision for you in this house but the provision will be made only when you see yourself as a child of this house because the provision is made for the children of this house amen Amen. so as the woman is there you will think that there is no milk if you check these women who are here you will think they don't have milk you will not imagine that they have milk but they are full of milk i say they are full of milk not even when they are pregnant there's no milk but on the day the child arrives the day the child arrives the milk begins to flow amen you see the milk flowing and flowing now when a child is born in the house there may be several other women do you understand there will be several other women there will be aunties there will be grandmothers there will be friends other family members there will be experienced mothers mothers who have had many children before none of these women will have milk in their breast none of them even though you have experience you will not have milk the only person that will have the milk is the mother of that child amen Amen. and that that can be the youngest of all the women she can be the youngest she can even be a teenager she even her breast can be small like this small smallest in the whole house that is the only one that will bring out milk that is the only one that can bring out milk so you can come and say i have experience i have been a a pastor for 35 years and my breasts are large come and drink there will be no milk as long as you are not my child there will be no milk but if i give birth to you then there will be milk flowing flowing from me to you if i give birth to you it doesn't matter how small my breasts may look like there will be milk for you milk good enough for you good enough for you that will be fulfilling hallelujah milk that will that will fill you that you have need for nothing else amen so as long as you remain a child as long as the child remains a child to that mother and continues to drink from that mother's breast the milk will flow as long as you remain a child there will always be provision for you amen Amen. and the milk will cease flowing if you stop drinking the milk will dry up when the child stops drinking 
There will be no milk. But as long as you stay on it, as long as you are coming, God will always make provision in this house for you. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. And you always be full. The child will never be hungry. The child will always be full until you stop drinking. Because the moment you stop drinking, there is no need for the supply. There is no need for the supply once you stop drinking. So the real children of this church are always filled. The real children, the people who really consider themselves as children of this church, you will always be filled. The messages that we share here, they will be relevant to your life. They will be practical in your life. God will make provision for you as a child of this house because birth has been given to you in this place and there will be supply for you. Amen. There will be supply. Yeah. Because God recognizes your needs. He recognizes your needs. And so he will supply your needs through the mother that he has given you. Amen. Amen. That is why it doesn't matter how rich or how poor. As long as you give birth to the child, God will supply the milk. Doesn't matter how rich. You can be in a small place that doesn't even look like a church. You can be in a basketball court. If that is where you are born, there will be supply good enough for you. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? So your well-being, your blessings, your victory, your upwardness, forward going, they will all come from the supply that is from this place. Amen. And as long as you remain a child, I see you only going forward. I say, I see you only going forward. Only go- I see you growing. I see you now getting up from crawling and growing and beginning to walk. As long as you are a child of this house, you receive supply. Good enough. With nutrients. Amen. As long as you remain. Hallelujah. Now sometimes you may try and run to feed on another woman's breast. Sometimes you run away and you go to feed on someone, some other woman's breast. Which may look very succulent and very beautiful. Doesn't look like your mother's breasts, which has fed other old children, and you will run to it because it's new and it's fresh and it looks beautiful. And you can stay on that milk and I, you start breast, and I can guarantee you no milk will flow to you, no milk will come. You can suck and suck and suck until your jaws are hurting, there will be no milk coming to you. Because that mother did not give birth to you. And there will be no provision made for you there. Amen. So it's in your best interest to be committed and be devoted to your mother church. Where God has made provision for you. Where the milk is flowing for you. It is in your best interest to continue drinking. Because the continual drinking is what brings the supply. The anointing is not in any pastor's pocket that he pulls it whenever he wants. So that you go to a place and you go to see a, prof- a prophet, some prophet who has never given birth to you. And then he's pulling the anointing from his pocket and prophesy. It doesn't happen like that. It does not happen like that. It does not happen like that. Who has given birth to you? It is there where the supply comes from. It is there where the anointing will flow onto you. Are you with me? Yeah. One of our pastors went to accompany someone to some program in a church, and the prophet called him. Our own pastor. He called him. 
He said, Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> 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 ah, I see. I don't know your status in this country, but you are going to beat your wife <laughs> and they will take you home. <laughs> Our own pastor, who is a citizen of this country. <laughs> tell you something the reason why Jesus came is so that you and I will be saved it is so that you and I will be saved that is the reason do you understand yeah so if you go you know you go to all these places go to all these places you never hear of salvation not once not once about salvation about the reason why Jesus came that you never hear about it and you're flowing and going and going and going you will suck and suck and suck your jaw your jaw both sides will begin to hurt and you will not have milk I'm telling you hallelujah so your provision it is from this house and the milk that is here it has all the ingredients that you need it has your salvation in it and it has your spiritual growth in it if you are going to become a pastor it's in this house and that is a goal yes it's in this house the mother's breast the mother's breast it has all the antibodies that fight against diseases that fights that and so as soon as the child is born that provision is made that child is protected that child is saved well that child begins to grow amen, amen. there is no other milk like it i said there is no other milk like the mother's milk for the child that is why those who don't commit to the church they don't commit to the mother's milk always running from fast food to fast food. Fast food to fast food. Shemikom. Prophet. Shemikom. Fast food. It's fast food. It is fast food. And no one grows on fast food. I'm telling you. Those people always asking for pray for me. You don't know how to pray. Because no one is teaching you how to pray. You cannot stand to pray for one hour. But in your mother's house, they will teach you to pray for one hour. They will teach you to pray for two hours. They will teach you to pray overnight in your mother's house. Yeah, that is where you grow. That is where you develop foundation. People who run from fast food to fast food, they have no foundation. They have no foundation. They never grow. Anyone whose life is like that never grows to become a pastor. But as long as you are here, as long as you remain a child of this house, you see a spiritual growth. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. Look, every now and then, it is nice that a visiting pastor will pass through the land and pass some candies around and pass some ice cream around. Do you like ice cream? Every now and then. Do you like candies? Every now and then. Every visiting pastor, when he's passing through, he shares candies. He shares ice cream. He doesn't share bony meat for you. It's not attractive. Are you with me? Yes. So just because you like ice cream one day that somebody has given you ice cream, doesn't mean now run out. And follow the ice cream. You are not going to grow on ice cream and candies. Oh. 
that you are not in church. Where are you? Oh, uh, the pastor that came, you know, he asked me to, um, he's beginning a church, so he asked me to help him to start a church. What do you mean? This is where you were born. This is where your food is. You are following ice cream. You are following fast food. You will not grow on that. You will not grow on that. So you cannot leave your mother's homemade food, vegetables, and healthy food, and run after a prophet who just tossed you chocolate bar. I'm teaching you. See, I have to teach you these things. You cannot decide to move to your aunt's house because every time you go to your aunt's house, she gives you KFC chicken. KFC. KFC. She gives you McDonald's. So every time you are crying, I want to go to aunt. You are a babe. You are a child. I want to go to auntie's house. And we have served you food. Food that will make you grow. You are crying. You want to go to auntie's house. Because there she will give you KFC. She will give you McDonald's. God makes provision in the breast of the mother who gave birth to you. Amen. Amen. So there is no better doctrine than the doctrine of this house. I'm telling you. There is no better doctrine. This message that I'm sharing with you, you can't hear it anywhere else. I'm teaching you. You will not hear it anywhere else. You'll be running from place to place, place to place, place to place. I see you driving a Mercedes. Hmm. You're driving a hammer. Hmm. 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 I see something. Is your aunt a woman? You have a fair skin aunt. Light colored, not too dark, not too light. In between. And you are dazzled. You are dazzled. I heard some prophet prophesy something to somebody. And then she says, this is a $1,500 prophet. You see? And you don't pay tight in the house where your mother is feeding you. Where you are fed. You are not paying tight. Every now and then we see you on Facebook. Our church members. Every now and then we see you in photographs. And someone has poured palm oil, palm oil on you. By accident. And you are angry. You see, there is no place like the place where you are giving birth to. Yes. When God gives birth to you in this church, if God gives, this is the place where the milk will flow for you. And the milk will continue to flow as long as you stay on that breast. Can I have an amen? Amen. Wonderful. I was going to give you one more before. Okay. I think we can pause here. There's too much. If I begin, I will not finish. So, we will pause here and then I will, we will continue by the grace of God. When next time we meet. So, number one, how to become a devoted member. Number one, see yourself as a permanent member. See yourself as a permanent member of the church. Tell your neighbor, see yourself as a permanent member. member. Amen. Number two, that's it. Compare your relationship to the church to that of a marriage. Let it be like that of a marriage. Amen. You are not going anywhere. God has put us together and nothing shall separate us. 
Amen. Number three. See yourself as part of a building. See yourself as part of a building. Buildings are stable. They are not going anywhere. Be a part of the building. Number four. Say good things about the church. Would you say good things about the church? Yes. Yes, The church can only do you good. We are not doing anything bad to you. So say good things about the church. And don't entertain people who say bad things about your church. Amen. Say good things about the church. Number four. Say good things about the pastor. Amen. Say good things about the pastor. That the people are coming with expectation. The Bible said the queen of Sheba came with expectation. She came with hard questions to prove him. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Number f- the next one was number five. Number six. Say good things about the teachings of the church. Say good things about the doctrines, about the teachings. Do we teach you some good things? Do we teach you some nice things? Do we, do we teach you something that establish you as a Christian? Do we teach you something that will make you grow? Yes. Look, anyone who prophesies to you, never talks to you about salvation, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. I'm telling you. You have to be careful. Never talks to you about salvation. Never, you see, the gift, they were given unto men. They were given unto men different kinds of gifts. Prophecy, teaching, pastors, helpers, all these gifts. To edify us. To edify us as Christians. For edification. That you, henceforth, you will not be as a child. Moving to and fro. Moving to and fro. So anyone who ministers to you and now is making you move to or fro, be careful. I'm not saying anything, but I'm reading, I'm, I'm sharing the scriptures with you. Just be careful. Amen. So say good things about your church. Say good things about your church. Hallelujah. Say good things about the doctrines of the church. Say good things. Put your church on the ninth shelf where people will see it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Well, we want to pause here and we will continue next time we meet. Why don't you clap your hands together for Jesus and stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. We are thankful. Father, we thank you for the church that you have given us. We are grateful, Lord. We are thankful for the church that you have given us. We are thankful, Lord, for giving us and thankful for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the direction that you are giving us. Father, indeed, you desire commitment. Therefore, Lord, we have made a decision. We have made a decision also, Lord, to be committed. We have made a decision to be planted. To be planted in this ground. That nothing, oh God, nothing, not death, not life, shall separate us. Not angels, not principalities shall separate us. No sword shall separate us. Lord, nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ that we have found in you. grateful Lord we declare God that no height no death no creature shall separate us from the love that we have found in Christ amen we thank you for this wisdom amen we thank you Lord for this revelation amen 
we will now henceforth be no more like children Amen. who are tossed to and fro Amen. by the slate of men we will not be deceived Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. let the Lord plant us Jesus. where you have placed us Amen. fill us where you have placed us Amen. may we be satisfied where you have placed Amen. us Give our blessings where you are blessed. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We give you glory. We give you honor. Amen. We say our life shall be like trees. Amen. Trees are planted. Amen. Trees don't move. Jesus. And we say our lives are comparable to trees. Amen. Which are planted by the rivers of water. Lord, this is our river of water. Father, this place is our river of water. Therefore, may we be like trees that are planted. He said, as long as we are planted by this river, Jesus. which will continue to supply and continue to flow, Amen. we shall bring forth fruits in our season. Amen. As long as we remain trees planted by this river, He said, our leaves shall never wither. Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. Amen. We are thankful. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If there's anyone here, this afternoon you are not born again you have not given your life to Jesus you are here this afternoon and you are saying pastor pray with me I want to receive Jesus Christ as my savior I want to be born again you are here and you are saying pastor pray with me I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life wherever you are just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? You want to give your life to Jesus? Is there anyone else? You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. Is there anyone else here? I see your hand. Keep your hand up where I can see it. Is there anyone else? Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to welcome Jesus into my life. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to just join me here. Just take this bold step. Come here. I just want to pray with you. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to just join me. Come, come join me. I Brothers, I want you to say this after me. Repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. With a heart. With a heart. Full of repentance. Full of repentance. Please forgive me of my sins. 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 I have done many wrong things against you. I have done many wrong things against you. But this afternoon. But this afternoon. I come. I come. With a heart. With a heart. Full of repentance. Full of repentance. Cleanse me. Me. Wash me, wash me with your powerful blood. With your powerful blood. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Into my life. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. I declare. I declare that you are my Lord. That you are my Lord. You are my master. You are my master. You are my savior. You are my savior. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For, dying for, me. for dying for me. Now say this. Say Satan. Satan. I do not follow you anymore. I do not follow you anymore. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Jesus Lord. is my Savior. Jesus is my I will Savior. serve him. I will serve the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I am thankful and grateful. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your children who have come before you this afternoon. Amen. I pray, Lord. Let there be a hedge around them. 
build a hedge around them. Father, I pray, command an angel of God that will walk with them. When they are going out and when they are coming in, let an angel of God accompany them in the name of Jesus. May they continue steadfastly in your doctrine, in your church, in your fellowship. May they continue steadfastly in the name of Jesus. Let not the enemy have a hand in their lives. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. My brother. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Reverend Bright and Kuma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.